Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Supreme Court Justice, on the bench for 30 years, dead at 87 years old. She did more for humanity than most any other person I can think of, or well, maybe not as much as maybe Hitler, because uh, he, he slaughtered millions of Jews, whereas Ms. Ginsburg had a hand of the slaughter of millions and millions of innocent lives, babies. And for years, I've heard the, the right-wing media and the right, quote, right-wing society come against Ruth Bader Ginsburg, talking about the evil, talking about the bad things she did. And then once she dies, all of a sudden, they want to have a tribute to Miss Ginsburg, a uh, almost a mourning, possibly, uh, uh, to document her life, the things that she's done. It's baffling. I'm a little confused. We're going to talk about this. But here's the thing is, why do we, a society, come against people, talk bad about people, then when they die, all of a sudden, we don't want to talk, we don't want to mention the evil that they did or what they stood for. We just want to try to find the good and forget about all. Does it mean that when someone dies, that all of a sudden things kind of change? Does God say, I want you to be nice to people now that they're dead? I mean, I don't know. This to me is very confusing. And that's why I want to bring it up tonight, because I know you guys you know, pro probably have thought the same thing, if you like me. But that's not even my question. That's not even my question. My question is, should we as Christians, you and I, or so-called Christians out there, should they mourn the death of a person that stood against the things of God? It, it, you know, I have seen pastors this past week, churches, and quote, Christians want to go into mourning, want to uh, lift Miss Ginsburg up and, and pick out the good, uh, maybe forget about the bad things. My question is, how does God look at us as true Christians now? How should we handle people that have done evil, they've died, should we uh, have a tribute? Should we be in mourning? And this is a question that honestly I'm coming to God asking. And you know what? Uh, I know that she was a mother and she may have been a grandma. I don't know. And I don't know she has a family. So she's somebody's, you know, aunt and somebody's mother and maybe somebody's grandmother. I, I understand all that. But I'm talking about someone that is blatantly stood against the things of God, according to you and I as Christians, should we go into mourning on a person that has stood against God and performed all this evil? That's my question. How does God view that? How does God look upon us? Uh, is he happy? Because, you know, you and I, we really want to serve God, and we want to make God happy before we make man happy. So we want to do what God um, approves us of us to do, and yet I think sometimes we ignore these things, but the good news is, is we have Mike, Pastor Mike Spalding on, who's going to come on and give us all the answers that we need, because he's a Bible scholar, and, uh, and more than that, he carries a 9 millimeter 
uh, on him and, and he carries it in the pulpit. So I very seldom disagree with any of his interpretations on the Bible. Pastor Mike, you there with me, buddy. <laughs> David, how in the world, how can I live up to those lofty, lofty accolades? <laughs> hey, listen, you should carry me around with you to introduce you to all the crowds across America. I'll, uh, I'll be then, happy then to they'd do all that. Be, then they'd all be grossly disappointed when I started speaking. <laughs> okay, so now, but here's my question. And you and I, you know, we don't talk about these things. It, this mm -hmm. is the first time you're hearing, and I have no idea where you stand on this, okay? So I want people to understand, we leave it up to Holy Spirit to, to move in these uh, question answers. But should we as Christians uh, pay tribute to going to mourning on someone like Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Um, I would say a qualified yes, but, uh, but, but here's the qualification. I, I mourn that she has busted hell's gates wide open. That's what I mourn. God, God takes no delight in the destruction of the wicked, but that does not mean that as believers, we should not thank God that he is true to his word and that Ruth Bader Ginsburg heard the gospel numerous times and rejected it. And we know what happens to those people. We should not be honoring the life of someone who made it their mission to destroy the family, to create sexual deviancy as a matter of law in America, who supported the, the premeditated and wholesale slaughter of unborn babies, human beings in the womb, up to and including partial birth abortion, there is nothing about that woman that we should be celebrating. Now, we can mourn that, that she is being judged for her wickedness, yeah. but it's a whole other thing to say that we should be mourning as honoring her. Absolutely not. Right. Okay. So, yeah, the mourning part is we, we always hurt for people that, that die, don't know the Lord. We always have that. But the mourning because a, a person who has stood against the things of God, no, we don't do that. Thank you. Uh, Pastor, Proverbs 11, uh, I think it's 1110, 1110, uh, uh, let's put that up, Jared, because uh, Pastor Spalding said something uh, to this effect, when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. So when the righteous prosper, we are to rejoice when righteous prosper, but when the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. When the wicked perish, there's shouts of joy? I'm sorry, Pastor, but I haven't heard anybody shouting joy uh, lately that uh, Miss Ginsburg has passed away. But the Bible says, Proverbs says, when wicked perish, there should be shouts of joy. Yes, and so the few that have sounded that uh, have been uh, shouted down, have been demeaned, have been told they're not true Christians, you know uh, some of those people, David. They're they're my friends. They're your friends, um, and but but that that is more a testimony of the Laodicean Church than it is a, a, a an accurate assessment or criticism of those that are taking Proverbs eleven seriously. Absolutely. So, see, I think we take out of this. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you see, we as Christians, we're the ones at at we're the ones uh, that that have control. We're the ones at the control center, 
Okay, it's not the world. We're the ones that have the power. We need not worry about offending people. We need to more be concerned with defending God and having God show favor on us and walking in righteousness than trying to get in this to this political correctness. And when we try to uh, make someone happy, that's the first. That's the first sign of weakness in a Christian's armor. Don't you agree, Pastor? Uh, yep, yep. I agree with that, David. And and, and, and and let me say this as well. Some people look at, at the Ten Commandments, Exodus chapter 20, and, and it says, that Thou shalt not take my name in vain. Well, some people think that's only associated with using his name as a curse word. I would say it's much broader than that. I would say if you misrepresent God and who he is, and you try to tell people that, that God does not judge, he doesn't hate wickedness, you try to represent him as some kind of marshmallow Michelin man, God, pie in the sky, you are taking his name in vain, and you are misrepresenting him, and he will not let you get away with that, Christian. Wow. Okay. There you go. You have it. Thank you, Pastor Mike. I God appreciate it. God bless you. And, uh, uh, but like I said, if you do go to uh, Pastor Mike's church, uh, you never have to worry about anyone breaking into that church and shooting the place up because they, they probably wouldn't get the first round off. They've made many, many movies about aliens, but the question is, are they angelic or demonic? Why don't they want to acknowledge uh, the supernatural? Uh, the seminary education today, that when pastors are being trained, there's no emphasis on the supernatural, even though the Bible's a supernatural book. As in the days, days of no, uh, so it will be. Yeah. And it goes down to, well, what is their ultimate purpose? Inaugurate the Antichrist. If you're like me, and you're tired of organized religion. The same kind of preacher preaching feel-good sermons. I'm a mom raising two kids, and I want them to hear the truth. I'm a gatherer right here on David Heavener Live every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, where we learn what it means to be a real Christian, to cast our demons, heal the sick, and fight the good fight. I'm not famous, and I'm certainly not rich. But I am a child of the living God, and I stand on truth. I hope you'll join me and many others right here on David Heavener Live, where we learn to use our God-given power. I've come to chew gum and kick the devil's rear end, and I'm all out of gum. <laughs>